0: Thanks for listening to Victory's podcast today. Connecting people to a life-changing relationship with Jesus is what we're all about. For more resources or to reach out to us, go to victorychristian.church. Are, are y'all ready for the Bible today? I think I almost heard that online. Are y'all ready for the Bible today? Yeah. All right. So Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 through 30 says this, come to me. All you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Would you say the word rest for me? Rest. Rest. For some of y'all, you're like, that's a four-letter word right there. But that is a godly word, Uh, rest. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, for you will find, there it is, rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy. Yes, ma'am, Abigail. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's a little Abigail amen Um, there. You're hearing that. Are you all ready to pray? Father, thanks for this word today. Thank you for your presence today. Thank you for the privilege of coming and worshiping you. We thank you, God, that your presence isn't just here and visiting us and inhabiting the praises of your people, but it is at home with us and within us, and we can call upon you, we can worship you, and we, we just uh, thank you for the goodness of who you are. Right now, we open up our hearts to hear what you're saying. I thank you for your ability to just speak to each one of us right where we are, so Lord, just let your word go in us without distraction, let your word go in us and speak to us Lord pray for the empowerment of your spirit and uh, I thank you for your goodness and for what you're doing it's in Jesus name I pray amen last week, I started um, a two part message that kind of bolted onto the message that I, I preached a couple weeks a few uh, three weeks ago uh, the message about three weeks ago um, had to do with um, your, oh Lord, I forgot the word. Perspective. Sonia is always just, she's just, mm, that's really good right there. Perspective. Preacher forgot his own message title. Perspective. We talked about our perspective and how God's word should be the thing that shapes our perspective and and, um, and then we went into our position. Where are we positioned right now and how is God calling us to respond? And last week we went through four different positions talking about places that people were in scripture and what it represented. And we talked about Elijah being under the broom tree and that he was in a place of despair and hopelessness. And then how later on in First Kings 19 that he was uh, on Mount Horeb and he was in a place of fear and how God was bringing it all down and speaking to him in his the still uh, quiet voice. Then we moved on to uh, Judges chapter 6 and talked about uh, Gideon being in, in the, th- in the uh, wine press threshing wheat and how he was in a place of fear but in a place of faithfulness and productivity and God called him out of that place. And then finally, the fourth place we looked at is we looked at Elisha with an SH and how Elisha was faithfully plowing and when the call of the Lord came, an assignment came, he was willing to divest himself of everything and move on in that moment and just follow after the thing that God had for him to do. And today what I'd like to do is I'd like to drop into Luke chapter 10 is where we're going to get our final two. We went over four different places last week. This week we're just going to do two places and we're going to drop into a great story in Luke chapter 10, verse uh, 38, and um, this is a scripture about two sisters, two sisters. All right, as Jesus... Martha, Martha, when Jesus says your name twice, probably not good. James, James. Michael, Michael. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things. Some of y'all are like, uh-oh, look out, here it comes. But a few things are needed, or indeed only one, Mary, has chosen what is better and will not, it will not be taken away from her. Some of us, real justifi- just oriented just, uh, uh, justice, thank you. Like, what's the rest of that word? Justice-oriented people look at this and go, oh man, Martha got the raw end of that deal, right? Um, but we're going we're gonna to dive into this. It's really a wonderful story in Scripture. Um, and this Scripture is intended to kind of recalibrate your life. To reevaluate and re-prioritize re-pri- some things. And sometimes what the Lord will do is he'll give you a scripture where everything kind of seems right, and then he gives you that wait what moment. And that wait what moment is something for us all to receive from. You know, Martha welcomes Jesus. She's probably the, the mistress of the household uh, uh, as far as taking care of the household things, and welcomes Jesus and his disciples. Now, y'all, let's think about this, right? It's Jesus and his plus 12. Right, so this is no like little event, right, kind of thing. Like Jesus plus 12 come in, and she does the reasonable thing. She does the culturally appropriate thing. She does the expected thing. She makes preparations for Jesus and his homeboys. Like, this is what you're supposed to do. But Mary, this sister, she, she decides to sit at Jesus' feet, listening to what he says, now do y'all, y'all see the injustice of this, right? You see Mary, Martha's perspective on this. And Martha, is she's appropriately frustrated. It is totally reasonable. And what does she do? She comes to Jesus and she outs him, outs Mary. Just outs her. She just says, listen, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by Myself, tell her to help me. And the way that that phrase uh, is in the original language, like that, tell, me, tell her to help her. It is like, it's said in a way that it's not like demanding Jesus. It's like, you're going to tell her to help me, right? Like, like that's what you're going to do. Like, she fully anticipated that Jesus was going to be like, all right, Mary, get off your hind end. Let's go. Come on. Get to work. You know, it's been nice, you know, kind of thing, but there's work to be done. And Jesus. And He lovingly outs Martha. That's what happens when you out other people, isn't it? You get outed. Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things. We were just talking about the preparations here. And he outs her, like, you know, like a uh, like she, he, she just showed up to the therapist and like out loud in front of everybody, oh, you're worried about many things, Martha. You know, sometimes out of our own frustration, God can show us what's going on in us. Yeah, and It was, was Jesus' way of just saying, there's a lot more going on here than Jesus and his plus 12 and feeding them. There's something going on inside of you. You're worried and upset about many th- things. The fifth place that we're looking uh, at in this, this two-part series is busy working. And um, I know I'm going to step on a lot of toes today because we got some workers in the house, some people who like to do stuff, and I appreciate that. I, I, hard work is a godly thing, amen? amen. We ain't here to diss hard work. We're just here to recalibrate and let God put some things into order. I want to I want to talk about three types of unhealthy busy. Three types of unhealthy busy. Okay. Some, now, some, I feel like some hearts are going, oh, maybe I shouldn't listen as much right now. Maybe I need to get on, get on my phone right now. And I just say, right now, just, just, let, just let God say what he's going to say to you, okay? All right, the first kind of busy is busy because life is driving you. So you no longer feel in control of your own life. And it is that tyranny of the urgent, there's always something. I know years ago, I, I, I'm a to-do list person. Anybody here a to-do list person? I, man, that check, that line, oh man, endorphins flow. You know, I just love the checkbox. Um, but I've, I realized years ago that I will never, ever get the list done. And I think the Lord gave me this wisdom and he, and he just spoke to me. He says, you get to, for the rest of your life, decide the priority things that I want you to focus on. And you will, never, you will always have more to do than you can. And for the rest of your life, you get to make sure that you're focused on my priorities on that list. And it set me free because I realized it will never, ever, ever get done. But I have to admit you know The endorphin rush of, oh, but I got so many things checked off. Oh, but I got so many things done um, is something that I've had to you know, you know, come off of and you know, just kind of like come down from. Um, but the, the tyranny of the urgent is that, that idea that you feel bound to what's next. You feel bound to the responsibility. You feel bound to the expectations of others. Or, or you feel bound to the unreasonable expectations you have of yourself. That's when we really need help, because we need other people to just say, you are driving too hard, you're expecting too much, you're, you're pushing too hard, and it, this is not what God is putting over your life. And I keep using that word, bound. You feel bound to the work. Like, the work is over you, rather than you being over the work. And you know what? God has called you to rule over your life with Him at the helm of your heart. Amen? He's called you to rule over your life with him at the helm of your heart. And you have agency over your schedule and your responsibilities. Now, I'm not going to move on from that as fast as you want me to. You have agency over your schedule and your responsibilities. And I know I am this person. But I have to and I need to. And if I don't do this, it's not as responsible. And if this and if that... At the end of the day, you are the one who rules over your schedule. Yeah, but my boss, and yeah, but my work. But at the end of the day, no, you are not bound to that. You can create boundaries, and you can do all those things. And I know I'm hanging out there a little longer than some of us want us to. But we have to come to that place where people feel like it is they don't have a choice. And that is not true. Amen? I will move on if you, amen. You have... You have a choice. Amen. We cooperated right there. Right? Right? Some of y'all let other people amen. Mm. You, you have Your yeses and your noes are in your mouth and in your heart. And I, I, if you're in that place where life is ruling you, that's the kind of busy you are. Ask God to help you to identify the root of that. Is it an internal pressure, an external pressure? Like what, why is that? Why is it that you feel like you can't stop? Is it anxiety? Is it guilt? Is it fear? Just ask, the Holy Spirit will help you. He's, he's not trying to like pull you over and give you a hard time and, and, and that kind of thing. He is transforming us into his likeness and image. And he calibrates and we're still all growing, amen? Second type of busy is fear-driven busy. Fear-driven busy. It could be money concerns. It could be, well, you know, I'm not going to be a good parent if my, if my kids don't have every activity available ever and I don't want to withhold any good thing from them, so I have to make sure that they get to do everything. And, um, it, you know, or the busy that where it's kind of like, you know, I feel uncomfortable. This is a different kind of fear busy. I feel uncomfortable when life slows down. I get anxious when things slow down, and I have to fill the space. Quiet, rest, makes me restless. And i got to tell you, God has a gift for you. He has a gift for you called rest. Now, here's the thing. I ain't preaching at you. I'm preaching with you, okay? I have been on this journey myself of learning how to rest. I remember in my early in adulthood, um, when I worked in the corporate world, I would come home on Friday, and, uh, you know, it was... We, we we lived in uh, in Chesterfield and Woodlake, and we had our little house on our postage stop at stamp and we had a, just a it was a beautiful life. We volunteering in the church, and you know, just you know, we just had a good life. We had Abigail, we had Andrew. Pretty soon, we were going to have Ethan on the way. It was great. I would come home from my my corporate job, and Friday and Saturday, I was just cranky. I know none of you dads ever deal with this. We don't have any cranky dads around. And I would get cranky. And then the Lord showed me one. I don't remember how far along it was, but there was a Monday when I was on my way to work and all of a sudden my attitude changed. And I was happy again. And the Holy Spirit was like tapping me on the shoulders. like, what's up with that? You're cranky at home, but you're happy to go to work. And what God showed me was that he needed to teach me how to enjoy that weekend. And and not have to be doing something to get an endorphin, to be happy. And it was a, it was a, it was a journey. It was a learning how to do it. And, um, and so it's not one of those things where you just go home and go, okay, now I get it. I'm doing it. It takes some time to learn how to rest. It takes some time to learn how to have fun. But I want to tell you, God has more for you than just work and activities. Amen? He has more for you. And I'm not dissing work. Work is good. God is a God of work. Work is a gift. I am not anti-work. I love to work. But God has more for you than just work. And you find, um, to find that more, you have to have a little less going on in your life. That's what you didn't want me to say, right? To, have, to find that more, to experience that more, you gotta have a little less in your life. Now the third type of busy is busy with the good things, busy with the right things, just busy with too many things, right? Just too much good in your life and there's no chill. There's no pause. And you end up serving and doing at the expense of your own soul. And what I wanna tell you today is that there is a godly rhythm available to you. you. We all have the same thing. Seven days, 24 hours. Isn't that interesting? That bi- binding of time and the way that it works, right? We all get the same thing to steward in those seven days. And God has a rhythm that allows you to work, a rhythm that allows you to rest. Can I hear an amen? And a, and a rhythm that allows you to enjoy Life, and you know what? It takes faith to enter into that rest that God has for you. Martha was doing the right things, Martha was doing godly things. That's what it's so surprising about the story. She's taking care of at least 13 people who just showed up at her house, and her sister's just sitting on her duff. Like, I mean, get up, get up. We're it's okay to look at the story that way, but Jesus used it as a moment. The thing is, is even though Martha was, was working, she was worried and upset about many things. The thing is, is when we work, 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 and we don't have any time for rest, we don't have any time uh, to just bring it down, anxiety will build. Because we're not built to run. 20, you're not a 24-7 factory. Yeah, you know, there are these factories that have the morning shift and the night shift. Some of us are running our lives like that, right? I am not against hard work. Please don't get that from what I'm saying today. But there is a place of rest for you. And that rest, I'm convinced as I study scripture, that rest is a gift from God that he wants you to enjoy. Mary, Mary chose the better thing, is what Jesus said. He didn't actually tell Martha, you're doing the wrong thing. He said, you, that Mary has chosen The better thing. In Luke 10.39, it says, she had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. Now, I got to admit, that's a bold move, isn't it? It's a bold move to just go sit in front. She didn't even like just hide in another room and just try to listen in. Like, you know, they won't know I'm not working, but I'm actually listening. She sat at his feet front and center. Bold move, Mary. Bold move. Um, Y'all are like, I work with that person. (laughs) (laughs) Snap to it. But maybe they're there to teach you something. Jesus has his plus 12, and there's Mary just sitting at bold move, Mary. Verse 42 says, but few things are needed. We're indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better. And it won't be taken from her. Jesus just kind of put his foot down. He's like, no, I'm not going to take this from Mary. You get the picture that Mary must have just been captivated by his words. And she chose to receive. She chose the position of rest. She chose to be fed. You know what's fascinating is Martha was consumed with feeding her guest. Mary was consuming the bread of life. Martha was consumed with the demands of the moment. And Mary was consuming the words of Jesus. And just like... This is my food. This is what I need. I need this kind of nourishment. And, you know, um, you know, on a Sunday morning, we come and we worship God and we honor God. One of the things that we love to do is we just love to hear the word of the Lord and, and hear from Scripture and let that, that feed you. And I want to encourage you that this is not our only meal this week. Amen? And I pray that in your journey with Jesus that you're learning how to fix your own meals, right? Like, like God has revelation for you in Scripture. And I, I remember um, Rosa used to tell me the story of, a, of just how many times, I believe it was her mom, and I think Rose has done it uh, uh, a few times in her life, where she just, like, threw open the Bible and said, "God speak." There's been questions they've had and things like God just, you know, and there it is. There's the food she needs, the wisdom that God, that God has for you. But like a Bible reading plan of just, you know, there's great audio Bible reading plans now. The Bible app is amazing. You can have a British voice read it to you, an English voice read a regular Like all kinds of things. You could have it read to you in probably a different language if you wanted. And, um, but, and I'm not just talking about just the word, but also just sitting and talking with Jesus and sharing what's in your heart and, and learning a little bit of quiet in your life, and just letting the volume come down. Not in a spooky way, but in a God-honoring way. Just making space. And that's the problem with with being too busy, is that you end up having a hungry soul. And your soul needs fed. Amen? Your soul has, your mind, your will, and emotions. And you know what's great? Our God is really good at feeding His people. We're His creation. He knows. He's like the perfect mom. Mom, in the I'm not trying to make some weird analogy. Do you know how, like some moms they know exactly what to feed their kids. You know, it's like, oh look, they have the veggies and they have the thing, and it's like on that little rubber thing that doesn't go anywhere. Like <laughs> God has that for us. Like He knows how to. He just knows how to give us some great meals. But we have to. We got to take time to allow ourselves to be fed. Where and when, specifically, where and when do you sit at Jesus' feet listening to what he's saying? Sunday mornings is a moment when we do it. It's good. But do you have time where you sit and listen and sit and feed from what Jesus is saying? I love Matthew eleven twenty eight. I feel like this is a verse that would speak to Martha and what she's going through in her life. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, so that I can condemn you and give you a hard time for all the things that you are doing wrong in your life. Some of us busy people who are battling anxiety, we think, I'm going to come. He's going to tell me everything I'm doing wrong. He's just going to beat me up. and just going to like, let me just do it myself. I'm so terrible, like self-loathe and all that. Stop it. Stop it. That is not how your father treats you. He says, come to me, come to me. It's an invitation. You have an invitation to come to him when you are weary and burdened. His promise is that he will give you rest. Come on, let's take him at his word. Rest is a gift. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble of heart and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And for some of us who we have a hard time with things slowing down and things getting quiet and all of that kind of thing, I want to tell you that God's presence wants to meet you in that place. His presence wants to meet you in that place. It doesn't need to be a place of anxiety. It doesn't need to be a place of fears. It doesn't need to be a place where all these other things begin to rush in because you can be with him and it's like his covering, his grace is over you and he can protect you and give you that place of rest. I love this story because you get the impression maybe this wasn't Mary's first time not showing up for duty. Maybe, we don't know that, but maybe. But Jesus is saying she's found the better thing in this thing. There's a place for work in your life. But you have to put a boundary around it. There's a place for rest in your life. And there can be boundaries around that. And there's a place for enjoyment in life. And there's a place for a boundary in that. But today, when I ask you, where are you? Are you in the, in the kitchen doing the work and you're not coming out? Because there's always something. Once we get the meal on, we got to do the dishes, right? I mean, it's like one thing after another. Or, some of you, this is going to be blasphemy. Let the dishes sit. I'm really good at it. And just, <laughs> Elizabeth said she's better at it. You're funny. But there's times where it takes faith to just go, you know what? Let him be. And let's just be. Let's just be. Do you have permission in your life to just be? Permission in your life to just settle? Permission in your life to just sit with the Lord and be with the Lord? Y'all are going to think that this is just a plug. It is a plug, but it wasn't an intended plug. It's not on my notes. A life group is a great place. To go hang out with friends, and just talk about the things of God, see what's going on in somebody else's life, and not be in charge. Let the life group be, be a leader be in charge. They they can deal with all that kind of stuff. Just show up, just hang out. But just just you know, get get fed. Um, I want to um, I want to I want to ask you today. Where are you today? It's okay to be in the place that Mary was. I mean, Martha was busy, but don't only be busy. Don't only be busy because you're missing out from something good that God has for you. And some of us, we need some faith for some rest. And I'm on the same journey, like making time in my schedule every week to just like do nothing. If you would have told 20-something-year-old Mike that, he would be like, you gotta be crazy. Do you know how much more we could get done? How much we could get accomplished? But you know, God's trying to accomplish something in you. He's trying to do something in you. And some of us, we got to be really creative. Some of you moms are my heroes. You got 8,000 kids running around the place all the time. And you're like, you know what it says about Wesley's mom, right? Um, John Wesley's mom, she used to take that apron and put it over her head so that she could pray. Because it was like the only way to get away from the kids. And she told him, don't come to me when I got the apron over my head. It's like, that's pretty cool. I just want to encourage you. God has rest for you. Would you stand with me? I want to pray with you today. Um, and before I pray for you today and where you are, this is a learning thing, not a just you flip the switch thing. I do want to make this one appeal. Maybe you're here and you believe so much in Jesus, you believe so much in what he does but maybe you're struggling in your life to give yourself fully to him and i just want to encourage you serving god easy is hard and serving god hard is easy what i mean is like go all in just go all in if you're in that place where maybe you're not all in with the Lord. You're like, I know, I I like God. I don't want to be against God. He's in my life and that kind of thing. I just want to encourage you to take the step of going all in because it's harder to do it easy. And God wants all of your heart. He paid for all of your sins. He wants to be like your God, not an emissary. And I just want to tell you today, if you're in that place where maybe you haven't given your heart fully to him, All you have to do is cry out to him and just say, God, come into my life. I give you the reins of my life and I'm telling you, it's going to be different. If you're in that place and you're making that decision in in the in-person service today, I really want you to come tell me, I want to pray with you because there's a moment in our life where we go all in and I want to encourage you to make that decision. If you're online and you're making that decision, I want to, I'm just as excited for you and I want to be able to reach out to you. Will you go to victorychristian.church And click on next steps because we're going to reach out to you and uh, rejoice with you. Um, It's the greatest decision you can make in your life. We're going to take a moment. We're going to pray. We're going to pray for faith, for rest, and God's rhythm. Amen. Father, we love you today. And we're just so thankful, God. So thankful for this scripture. While we acknowledge the place of work in our life we acknowledge the place of rest. And we acknowledge the place of sitting at your feet. Father, help us. Help all the busy people. Help all the busy people to slow it down. God, if we're bound by fear, if we're bound by expectations, let the power of those things fall off. Father, We've just got too much of a good thing going on. Give us the faith to say no. The faith to say, God has time for this as well. Lord, I thank you for the rest that you give us. For those who came in weary today, those who came in tired today, God, let your rest come on us. Lord, you you have rest and you have food for our souls. You're a good father. We thank you. We honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks again for listening. If you'd like to connect with us, or if you'd like to know how you can give, go to victorychristian.church.